Let's get started. Are we on the air? We are on the air. The recorded air. Devil was mad on the girl. Yes. We are like we had like 40 minutes worth of technical issues and audio, video, everything not working, live connection not working. Just <laughs> he didn't want this to happen, but it's gonna happen anyway. So it is. Regardless, right? Because we two determined women who gonna make who gonna make it happen through the grace of God. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. So, welcome to Matters of the Hearts, Matters of the Heart Mondays. I am Chantel, the Heart Guardianship Coach, and I am Jaquille, the Holistic One, Gilchrist. Yes. So. Yes. First, we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. I am the founder of Inspiring Beauty and Believers. Um, I'm a YouTube content creator. I'm an author. I've published four books. Um, and my primary, primary focus is on helping people to overcome their parental scars so that they can live the life that God created, created them to live. So, um, and then I'll pass it over to Jaquil before we talk about how we came together. <laughs> All right, so and my name is Jaquille, the Holistic One Gilchrist, and I am a mental health professional um, here in the state of Virginia. I am working on a graduate degree to become a licensed professional counselor, and um, I promote wholeness from, from all levels, which is mind, body, and spirit or soul. I'm a firm believer that in order to become whole and completely healed, you have to heal on each and every aspect. Um, most times we try to go to the gym and get fit, but if you're lacking spiritually and if you're lacking mentally, then you're still not a whole person. Yep. Yes. Right. And Jaquil told all of y'all to have y'all um, y'all tea and Y'all tea and candles. candles. Yes. So. Uh I'm in Arizona, so it's too hot to drink hot tea. So I got yeah. cold tea. <laughs> and it's still a little hot, but you know how I feel about my hot tea, Shantae. <laughs> I had my hot tea this morning, so. <laughs> That's good enough, right? Yes. yes. So, so, guys, I really want to let them know how we met. Because this is so interesting to me, Chantel. Yes. Um, my, my first lady slash prophetess slash auntie know Chantel's mom um so basically they got waved that we kind of have the same mission the same kind of you know thought processing as it becomes as it relates to healing and becoming whole um Chantel focused more on abandonment I fo focus more on the spirituality and um you know wholeness and other aspects but she's still very spiritual as well so my auntie was like she needs to work with um my my um my niece and then your mom was like wait a minute my nie my daughter needs to work with your niece <laughs> yes. yes cool so my mom uh tagged me in one of her uh videos of one of her whole story sundays and she was like you need to watch this y'all need to link up and get together and all this other <laughs> stuff and kid was like yes let's do this and i was like okay i'm gonna check her out and then the first <laughs> message i heard from her i was like trying to throw shoes i'm like oh my gosh this is so good yeah she is talking about all the stuff that i've been talking about this is we need to talk about this stuff because the stuff she's talking about is deeply rooted in the abandonment issues that people have and things that they haven't dealt with and they carry on and that's why they don't have this wholeness and so 
the stuff that the abandonment issues is one of the key reasons as to why people can't get hold. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that she's all the way on the West Coast. I'm all the way in the East Coast, but yet and still we've combined. That's what you call divine connection. I love it. Yes. So yes. we we talked and it was like we just connected on, on every level. And um then I just kept hearing matters of the heart Mondays. And I was like, I know we're supposed to do a video together, but I don't think it's just supposed to be like one video. And I keep hearing this matters of the heart Mondays. And so like I told her and she was like, yeah, that's good. Let's do this. And then yeah. like, we just started putting everything together in like a matter of two weeks. We didn't put all this together and the devil is so mad. He didn't even want us to come out with the first live video. So <laughs> all the well, day. <laughs> But what was so catchy about Matters of the Heart Mondays for me was the name. And also not only the name, it was also, you know, you had a series of great names, but Matters of the Heart Mondays stuck out mm -hmm. just because we need to get people in the beginning of their week and let them go on a wholeness journey, that whole entire week. So I love the name Chantel. Big ups to Chantel for coming up with a dope name, guys. So I'm ready. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. I love it. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into, I'm going to go to the first slide because we kind of already started talking about stuff. Let me move this out the way so y'all can see. Um, what is Matters of the Heart Mondays? So we said we will discuss and expose issues of the soul that are keeping you from having a quality, quality life, such as unforgiveness, depression, worry, fear, anxiety, codependency, toxic relationships. If you look at our heart that we have, those are a lot of the different topics that we're going to talk about. Those things are the things that are keeping people from really being able to hear from God. And I like the way that Jaquil put it when she said, you know, in order for our heart to beat, we have to remove that concrete. And did I say it right? How do you say it? Oh, no, you said it. I said you want your heart to beat. You got to remove the concrete. I'm big on that. Um, so basically, guys. The reason why matters of the heart is important for me and Chantel, and we hope it becomes equally as important to you guys, is because we just really believe that a lot of people grow older, um, even grow, even go to their grave with parental scars. They go to their grave with abandonment issues, rejection, trauma, and it's never resolved. And you know, granted, me and Chantel we're coming to you guys as a source, you know, it's going to take God to remove that concrete each, each and every layer of that hurt at a time. So, you know, unforgiveness, depression, worry, all of that stuff is like just pieces of the things that can, can clot your heart. However, you know, it's so much deeper than, you know, becoming saved, giving your life to God, and then boom, you're, you're not going to have to deal with your issues. No, God wants us to deal with this unresolved trauma, this unresolved pain. And so I love how Chantel, you know, if you can see, she pretty much shows like, you know, where all the layers of hurt is. It looks to me like concrete. And then she shows where half of the heart is uncovered, um, where it's just the flesh. And God wants that whole heart to be uncovered so he can so it can be and it can flow he needs us to have a softer heart yes and so to tie all of that together um we just want to expose 
those things that a lot of times, like Jaquil said, you know, it's not just getting saved. Sometimes people think, well, I'm going to just go to Jesus and then everything is just going to work itself out. No, you have to do that mind renewal process and that heart renewal process. And the Bible talks about, um, that God will give you a new heart, but you mm -hmm. actually have to acknowledge and identify. I'm, I got that from, from a uh, whole story Sundays yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that identify. If you don't even identify that you have an issue with your heart, that maybe you still have some, um, some bitterness, some unforgiveness, some mm -hmm. pain, some issues that you're not dealing with. If you don't identify that this is an issue, then you're never going to actually allow God to heal you from this. And if Talk you about that healing, then you will you will carry this bitterness, this pain, this rejection, everything that you're having. You will carry it into another relationship. You yes. will that onto that person. You will make that person uh, cause mm -hmm. that person pain, and then you will just continue to uh, continue in that cycle because hurt people hurt people. Come on, talk about it. Bring healing, heal mm -hmm. people, heal people. So you yes, can't bring healing to somebody if you are still hurting from things that you have not allowed God to heal you from. Correct. And and you know what, Chantel, even just to piggyback off of what you said, you know, it's sad how many people walk around hurt and because they're able to function in their dysfunctional ways, they don't even realize that they have a heart matter. That is some issues in their heart that's keeping them for, from even fulfilling their purpose because God is never going to bless us in mess. Um, he's never going to bless you with a, a spouse who is whole if you are going to sabotage that relationship and then es essentially maybe even break this person with your unwhole ways. So, you know, guys, we've all been you know, there where we've been hurt. We've all been there where we have some issues from childhood, but our primary goal is to talk about how you can become whole, how you can deal with your matters of the heart, and then point you to some resources within the community, whether you're in Arizona, Virginia, where you can go to start your healing process, such as therapy, the altar, wherever, but we just want to get you guys right so we can start walking in our purpose. Yes. So... Today, we're going to, y'all, I can't see the little buttons. Oh, okay, I found it. Bear with me, I don't got my glasses on. Um, so today, we're going to talk about guarding versus hardening your heart. Come on. So I'm going to let you lead with this. I, I, like, I like this image because sometimes people confuse guarding their heart with, when they're actually hardening their heart. And she said... Mm -hmm. You cannot guard your heart for the rest of your life, but no. sometimes we're not we're not guarding our heart from being like we we actually have hardened our heart. So we're going to talk about that. But I'm going to let Jaquille lead on in that. And no I'm problem. Out the way. Okay, guys. So I'm going to read off this off the slide, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, expound. Okay. So guarding your heart. Okay, first of all, it's being aware of yourself, spirit, soul, body, to, dist to distinguish what is right or wrong for you. It's disciplining yourself to accept God's will, even if you do not want it. It's understanding that even if you want something, it does not make you, it does not make it a good choice for you. It's praying and interceding on your own behalf and is waiting temporarily despite your flesh um, to gain long-term rewards. So basically, let, let me just reiterate 
and like just add to this. So being aware of yourself, a lot of us can't guard our hearts because we don't even know who we are fully. We don't know what we like. We don't know what our triggers are. And on top of that, we help, we cope unhealthily. So, you know, your triggers, if you have abandonment issues, right, that's a trigger. Mm -hmm. So for you having that abandonment issue, every time that man walks out of the door, every time that woman walks out of the door, you become scared. And out of a pace of fear, you try to hold on to that relationship that's unhealthy because you don't realize that you're triggered and you're only going after what you never had. So a lot of us will put up with anyone and we will let our heart be a revolving door because we we don't know how to guard our heart because we're not aware of where our deficits are so mm -hmm. it's very important that when you're guarding your heart you first of all become self-aware how do you become self-aware first of all you have to give your life to christ you have to accept him as your lord and savior and then secondly you have to pray that he starts to renew your mind when god renews your mind well you will he'll then expose and make you more aware of your soulish issues such as your rejection your trauma and all of that stuff like that the problem is is that a lot of us can't be aware of that because we don't even know where our underlying issues are so in saying that um you know we have to pray like god show me where i'm lacking so that way i won't continue to let this woman or man you know treat me any kind of way guarding your heart and being aware of yourself is basically knowing who you are what you like what you're not willing to put up with what your past looks like so then that way you're able to know okay i'm not going to put up with this type of relationship but i may possibly welcome this one um Discipline yourself to accept God's will, even if you don't want it. A lot of the times we have skewed perceptions of reality. So we think that we want something like we think we want that job. We think we want that, that partner. We think we, we may even want that house, but God may tell us no. If you have a hardened heart um, or if, you, if you're guarding your heart, your heart is soft. So it doesn't have a lot of concrete on it. So you can hear what God is saying. But if your heart is hardened, then you're not able to hear what God is saying. So you're making decisions based off of your fear. You're making decisions based off your anxiety or your skewed perceptions of reality. Um, understanding that even if you, um, no, I'm going to go to prayer and to see that on your own behalf. People who have a hardened heart sometimes feel like they can do things within their own ability. People who are guarding their hearts realize that they need God for everything. So because they know they God for everything. They understand the, the concept of always seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and he'll add things to you. A lot of the times, like I said, we think we want something because we have a really skewed and, and misconstrued perception of reality when really sometimes you know, we, a lot of us thought we wanted that relationship that ended up breaking our heart, which made our heart even harder. So that's the reason why people who guard their heart know to ask God, direct my path, order my steps. They're not just going into something based off their own will and waiting temporarily despite your flesh. So a lot of the times when you wait on God, you're waiting on him to give you something that's better. His layout, his format for our life is so much grander than what we can ever imagine. But sometimes what we'll do is because we want that relationship, because we want that new house, because we want you know, um, this job, we'll go despite God telling us it was okay to go. And because God is 
although a jealous God, but also a gentleman, he'll grant us what we want just to show us, hey, you move too fast. You do need me. So yeah, that's um, my overview, Chantel. And I'm going to let you go on ahead and break it down even further. <laughs> yes. So for, for guarding your heart, um, a lot of times people have this false perception that, um, well, if God doesn't want this to happen, then he won't allow it to happen, which is totally mm -hmm. not true because mm -hmm. um, I, my pastor uses this analogy that if it's raining outside, God, you see God as your umbrella. He provides you this protection, but it is your choice to stay under the umbrella or to come outside of the umbrella. If you um, get wet because you're out, un, outside of the umbrella, it's not the umbrella's fault. You mm -hmm. have your own will. You have your own um, willpower to do what you want. That's why God created us in his image and his likeness so that we would have our own ability, our own right to pick and choose what we want to do. So we have to take the um, initiative to guard our own hearts. He will help us. The Holy Spirit will help us. And mm -hmm. if you're anything like me, like there have been countless times where the Holy Spirit has told me, hey, don't do that because it's going to mm -hmm. lead you in a direction that you don't want to go. And now I can take that, that, uh, listen to his voice and say, okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to listen to him and I'm going to guard my heart on this. Or I can say, well, I know what I'm doing and I can handle it on my own and just put myself out there. And then I end up getting my heart broken. Then I'm asking God, why did this happen? Why'd you let this happen to me? Well, he tried to show you how to guard your heart, but you weren't listening because Correct. you thought you could do it on your own. And then mm -hmm. that's how your heart starts to become hardened because mm -hmm. you keep allowing. Now, we're not talking about as a child when things happen to you negatively as a child, that parental abandonment, um, child abuse, sexual abuse and stuff like that. Those things you could not control. But when you are of age and you know and you can mm -hmm. make the decision and you choose to do the wrong thing mm -hmm. because you you're going with what your flesh wants instead of what the spirit wants then you walk yourself right into a place that's going to cause you pain and hurt and rejection and then right. intentionally are taking on this hardness of heart because you you say well God allowed this to happen now I'm hurt so I have to harden myself so that I don't let this happen again but that's not what God is telling you to do. Guarding nope. your heart is not something that's going to cause damage to your heart. Like if mm. you um, look at the soldiers, um, back in the day, they had those, those shields. They had mm. those shields to guard, to protect them. They still were, you know, flesh fully connected to the rest of the body behind the shield. But that's what the guard is. The guard is a shield for you, a protection mm -hmm. so that you can still be connected to everybody else. If you mm -hmm. have a hard heart, um, then you can't connect to other people. You can't, you can't have that emotional connection to other people. So you I'm can't over to this next slide because we are already into the hardening of hearts. <laughs> yeah, we already answered that. So, um, did you want me to take the lead on that or did you want to yeah, finish you can go ahead and take that one. okay so i'm gonna name them off and then like i did last time i'm just gonna reiterate so you have hopelessness and that scripture base is jeremiah 18 and 12. you have worry proverbs 12 and 25. you have insensitivity isaiah 6 and 10. dry devotional time matthew 13 and 15. unhealthy fear 
2 Timothy 1 and 7, Simple Patterns, Galatians 5, 19 and 21, Stubbornness, Jeremiah 16 and 12. So hopelessness comes from a lack of faith. Um, a lot of the times when we become hopeless, hopeless, that's when that depression comes. That is when basically things happen where, you know, you feel as if God isn't going to be able to do for you what he promised, which God is not a God that he shall lie. Um, a lot of the times when people are hopeless, they make decisions that are, that what they'll do is they'll live below their means instead of living above their means. Um, they don't believe that they can have the cattle on a hill because they've already given up on God. Hopelessness comes from accepting fear. Um, hopelessness also comes, is also a learned behavior. So we can learn hopeless, like hopelessness. Like if you have generations of people who never survived, if you have generations of people who never made anything of themselves, then what happens is that person, if they don't break that generational curse of hopelessness, they take on that affect, that feeling, that emotion of I'm never going to make it. Mm -hmm. um, I like to go on into worry. So worry, again, is very connected with fear. And the reason why it's very connected with fear is because God tells us that if he bathed and clothed the birds of the land, why would he not provide for us? Yeah. So what this happens is when we believe that God isn't going to provide for us, we're automatically calling him a liar. We accept that spirit and that spirit becomes a part of our personality. So when you become a work, a war rewards, when you become a person who don't believe that you're going to make it, what you then are telling God is that he's a liar. So because mm -hmm. you're telling God that he's a liar, he'll allow that to be your life because you've already accepted that. But the reason why your heart becomes harder is because everything that somebody tries to tell you that's good everything that somebody tries to tell you that is acceptable and God's perfect will for you you're going to deny it you're going to reject it because what you're basically saying is that God is not a God that is going to provide for you God is not a God that can see upon everything that you ever imagined or believe so that's the reason why worry is a part of having a heart at heart because if a prophet come to you and say hey next year sometimes you're gonna have your house you're gonna say how when why you're gonna also be hopeless because you're like please like my mom it ain't happened for my mama it ain't happened for my grandma so why is it supposed to happen for me so then you have insensitivity and when a person is insensitive what they do is they um they they have a heart and heart because they're bitter and they're unforgiving and they're relentless so because they're bitter unforgiving and all of this stuff and so much hurt has happened to them they're not a able to be sensitive to people who needs it now a part of being a compassionate person is being a person with a soft and heart because you can only be compassionate when you've been through things but allow those experiences to teach you and learn you a lesson when you're insensitive you become angry with god you don't believe that god is a loving god so what you do is you take on that critical spirit and god can't even send good people your way the only people you'll attract is either codependent people or narcissistic people who love that gossip spirit, who love to see people fall flat on their face. So then you have dry devotional time. Um, it's Jesus spoke in parables, Chantel. So what that means is that he was speaking in parables because he wanted people to understand who was a part of his spirit. Mm -hmm. Pharisees who had a heart at heart, you know, could not understand 
Jesus parables because they weren't of, of God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you our devotional time if you're not getting anything from the word which the word is living is activated is alive then that means that you're not hearing from god because your heart is hardened again you can only hear from god when you have a flesh-like heart when you have a soft heart if you are in church every sunday if you are reading your word and you're not getting anything from that word then that means it's because it's a heart matter that 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 spirit has went deep deep down into that heart and the only way that you can you know remove that is by asking god to show you your areas of opportunity your wholeness deficits where are you lacking at um unhealthy fear we're all supposed to have a level of fear um, where you know we should be concerned that's also a part of guarding your heart but we should not be having this type of fear that's almost like i want to call it paralyzing um fear where you know you're afraid to go to another job because you don't know if you'll make it so you'll stick at a job that you hate just because you are so afraid of of, of the of the challenge first of all god operates in change he's a constant god he does not operate in the spirit of fear the spirit of fear literally is the opposite of faith as a matter of fact faith equals love fear equals hate that's the reason why you have people who kill their spouses just because why they are so afraid of being alone that they'll rather kill their spouse spouse than have their spouse move on without them you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so or that's why you have people who can complain about a job that they absolutely hate, but yet they still stick with that job because you know why, Chantel? Because they pretty much um they pretty much are stuck at that job. Yeah, they're scared. No they're scared to come out their comfort zone because they understand yep. that area. Correct. And then simple patterns. Um, that's pretty much where we're continuously repeating the sin after sin after sin. And it's a specific sin. So, you know, where you might not struggle when it comes to alcoholism, you may struggle where it comes to gossip. And then we have stubbornness. And stubbornness is pretty much just refusing to hear anything that anybody has to say. Yep. So I'm going to let you expound on that. So, um, I, I definitely agree with all of those. Um, definitely that insensitivity. Um, the Bible talks about if you continue to um, mm -hmm. reject what God is telling you, then you will begin to harden your heart. You stiffen your neck. And then a, mm -hmm. a stiff neck is broken without remedy. So mm -hmm. when you have that insens insensitivity and God mm -hmm. is trying to protect you from something that's coming but you won't hear because you're so hard-hearted um then you put yourself in more danger i believe um that in in every scenario um say for instance if somebody was heading in a direction um and then god knew that it was a uh oncoming car accident or car accident coming up but and god was trying to tell them to turn a different way but their heart is so hardened because they're so angry they won't mm -hmm. even listen to god they can't even hear that that soft voice telling them to move mm -hmm. go a different direction and then they go into that and then they don't understand why this happened to me because god is constantly he's always talking to us in the in mm -hmm. the is people can't hear sometimes because they have so much hardness if you look at the picture it's just like that brick wall it takes a lot to get through that brick wall because of the hardness of it and that concrete that's lathered on on top of it 
So if Correct. you have somebody that's on the other side and they're trying to speak to you, you can't even mm -hmm. hear through the, the hardness of the heart. You got to break through that. And that's what we're really trying to get to is breaking through this hardness of your heart. Correct. And you know what, Chantel, I just want to add to that. Um, you made a great prevalent point regarding, you know, like if God was to tell you don't go into oncoming traffic, you wouldn't even listen because you're so angry at God. So mm -hmm. basically, that's your will. God, like you said, God is a gentleman. God is a God of choice. He wants everybody to come to God. He wants everybody to make it to heaven, but everybody does not because people do not listen. We do not listen. So mm -hmm. we stop blaming God for our, our downfalls in life. God doesn't want us to live in poverty. That doesn't even line up with his will or his word. The problem mm -hmm. is that, like I said, when you accept hopelessness, when you accept worry, when you become insensitive, that stuff is a spirit. A spirit attaches itself to you. And once that spirit attaches itself to you, it becomes your personality. That's when you become hopeless, hopeless Hannah. That's when you become worry William, you know, because <laughs> basically accepting a personality trait that's a spirit. So mm -hmm. you have to replace hopelessness with um, being hopeful, replace worry with having faith, replace insensitivity with compassion and love, you know, replace our devotional time with studying the word like everything everything that's negative comes from the devil so you have to replace that with something that comes from god and then you'll start finding that if you listen and you read the devotional time without falling asleep and you really study and get into his word that he'll start chipping away at those pieces of your heart that's concrete like yes yep so we got like five minutes before this thing cuts off, apparently. Okay. So um, basically, guys, that's pretty much it for Matters of the Heart. Um, we have so much more coming from you guys. Each week, we're going to discuss a different soulish heart issues such as unforgiveness depression we're going to talk about the root of those issues and what we're going to do is we're going to go on ahead and break up this concrete so we can get our hearts back beating and flowing the way that it should anything you got to say Chantel? no i think that pretty much covers it um definitely stay tuned with us bear with us we are we definitely um are going to do this live so um as we work through the Kingston stuff of that, we will let you know once we have an actual, the actual live video, but thank you for staying tuned and watching this video. And um, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you uh, get some feedback or give us some feedback from it. And let us know what you thought. All right. Bye y'all. Bye.